Hey guys, uh, welcome to another episode of Insights with me, Dean Shams. Hey, hey, what's going on? All right, um, you know, I'm sure by now you have gotten used to working from home, right? But if you're like me, you probably have been struggling with a lot of distractions and trying to keep on track with your work. But I realized that I can be very busy, but not very productive. So I've been thinking about this problem for a long time, ever since lockdown happened. Um, how can I be productive? So I know if I have a problem, someone else out there within my context would have had the same problem and have solved it already. So I looked at my contact and bam, I knew just the right person to help me. So let me bring him into the studio. Hey, Hello. Gerald. Hi, Dean. Thank you very much for having me here. Problem, it's a pleasure. All right, Gerald. Gerald is the man who moved from being laid back to disciplined driver of operational excellence. This sounds like a big deal, right, Gerald? Huge. All right. So you have extensive experience in organizational learning development, enabling change, de developing leadership. So who yep. better to share with us your your skills, your insights uh, on this thing, becoming disciplined, becoming uh, productive, mm. right? All right, so let me uh, let me ask you, okay. So I was talking to you, right, the other day, and yeah. you mentioned that you uh, once saw yourself as uh, lazy and just uh, not good enough, and yeah. even people called you lazy, but mm. now you're often recognized as a very disciplined person. Yeah. So we all want to know what is the transformation you make. Well, thank you very much uh, for giving me this opportunity. The transformation was actually quite uh, huge for me. It started out uh, with uh, people thinking that I was uh, kind of lazy, uh, can't really get to my outcome. But then certain things changed along the way. And that was where I started to see myself as uh, being somebody who needs to reach the outcome. And therefore, my routine started changing. Uh, routines in terms of waking up early, in terms of getting work done, uh, and also getting work done effectively and quality work. And that was how uh, certain things started to change for me. So in terms of the whole transformation, it kind of started out as not so good. And then suddenly there was this inflection. The inflection was when I was very aware of what was happening. So what caused, what motivated that inflection? So it so sounds it was, to me like you suddenly became very goal-oriented. Is that what happened? Yeah. <laughs> I think that's where I took life more seriously. <laughs> life was not so playful anymore. I mean, in okay. play, there are no boundaries, right? That's but right. then now, if you are in the serious corporate type of life, what happens? <laughs> Everything changes, right? You have to meet tight deadlines. You have to ensure that your clients are happy. So there was that shift from a very personal type of thing. Mm. Now it has become professional. And professional asks of us to have a certain decorum. So I think that was mm. the point, the inflection. <laughs> So there's certain expectations and you want to live up to the expectations, right? Yeah, the expectations. Yes, exactly. So you seem to have come up with a system that mm. the rest of us can model if it works for us. So share with me, what is the kind of the, the, the overview of this system? I thought it was very nice when you told me. Mm. 
Ken. So I, the, the overview, I'm using kind of an abbreviation. It's uh, P, C, R, and D. So P actually stands for prioritize. C actually stands for cancelling things. Mm -hmm. R stands for rescheduling. And D stands for delegator. Nice. So, yeah. So this, this is a system that I kind of, uh, upon uh, actually agreeing to this uh, particular uh, uh, conversation that we're having, mm -hmm. that <laughs> I really sat down. You got me thinking. and like, sit down and says, oh, I think Dean might want, want something from me, right? Like, put it <laughs> into a system. Maybe it will help people to understand better. So at least I did my homework. <laughs> yes, you did. You did. You did. And, and I trust you always on top of your game. Okay, so uh, so I really liked it when you shared it with me. So let's let's start talking about it a bit deeper. Mm -hmm. uh, let's start off with the first one, P, prioritizing. Mm -hmm. So, so uh, I've come to know about prioritizing in so many productivity books, seminars, mm -hmm. like, uh, no big deal, okay? <laughs> but uh, no big deal, I said, it's nothing new, right? Not yeah. this, no big deal, okay? But I always find their system a bit hard to follow. Uh, because even before midday comes, all my priority ranking all gone out of mm. you know, it's all gone out, out of whack, and I get stressed over it. So, mm. how is your system different now? So, thank you very much for that, uh, Dean. So, I think the part that is different is it's very based on the on the aspect from the human perspective, mm. and we need to understand what our objective is all about. So, in mm. order to prioritize something, you need to know why you're doing it in the first place. Like, why is it important? So what I actually do is I split my day up into just four, four, four kind of segments or even modules. Okay. And in each of this, of course, there are certain things that needs to be accomplished. Now, asking people to really project one year into it or maybe ask them to do it like a three months kind of plan can be quite tough. So therefore, uh, we just start with weekly first. Huh? So okay. we look at weekly, what objectives I have to hit, right? So let's say from a professional standpoint. So I have to get uh, my three or four projects out, right? Mm. Then I need to prioritize and go, okay, so if I am the type that is a morning type person, so I'm a morning type person, like a 5 a.m., I'm totally up kind of thing, and oh. I'm okay with that, yes. right? Morning. Uh, just, just, I, like, just a pause for a moment. Yep. Friends, this guy wakes up at 5 a.m. and gets his work done even before we are like getting our gears oiled and started. <laughs> This guy is crazy, right? Okay, carry on, please. <laughs> Thank you for that. So it's like uh, so waking up at that time um, allows me to really think through what I need to get accomplished, right? Uh, versus for me waking up at say eight or let's say waking up at nine, that's totally different for me. Mm -hmm. So I'm a morning type person, and I like to do thinking like activities, right? In the morning portions, all right, rather than doing in the afternoon, like coming late morning, midday, asking me to really think about abstract concepts. Ah, I cannot take it. So I split between like the thinking and the doing. So the doing actually keeps me awake, right? When uh, the energy levels are a bit down. Mm -hmm. But then because the thinking takes a lot of time. So during the mornings, it tends to be quite quiet. <laughs> it allows me to really think and reflect like, okay, so for this thing, this is how I'm going to do it. Then I can start to prioritize the mm. activities. So I could have thinking in the morning, and then after that, have the doing in the afternoons, and then mm. do a bit of reflection, and it repeats the whole cycle again. Ah, oh, nice. It repeats, right? So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and it goes on, sometimes even weekends. Okay, because it repeats, 
it becomes yeah. easy to uh, it's something easy to internalize right and then it becomes a habit right yeah. that's, that's habit, nice, like. yes yes you're right habit the routine so, how can we uh, cancel unwanted distraction? Because you say the C is cancel, right? Mm. So tell us more about uh, this, this cancel thing. So the part on the cancel part is we realize that there are a number of us, uh, there are a lot of things to do at work. It's like work is never ending. So I think sometimes we ourselves right, also need to understand what, what can be canceled, mm. right? Uh, it's the point of where if I were to do, for example, work that is not value adding, mm. then in, in then you should, we should be thinking like, so why in the first place are you having it? Because if it adds no value, example, to the customer, to your organization, to your business, I mean, if you're self-employed, then why are you doing all this? So maybe it's better off cancelling it, take it out and focus on the things that are important. So, but so I, yeah. But but everyone else is doing it, so I have to do it. <laughs> <laughs> so quite true, quite true. So I think there are also times where uh, we have this uh, follower thing, like a hurt mentality. And then we say to ourselves, hey, anyway, the other fellow also doing so. If I don't do these activities, it's what you call your premier job. But then the parts that give you add value in an organization are the secondary jobs that you're doing now. So we have to balance it, right? And yeah. go, okay. So think about this. If you're hired to come in to do your primary job, by right, one year, two years, you should be able to do it a lot faster. So why are you spending the same amount of time doing that? So therefore, I can cancel that amount of time doing the same activity and spend more time and then we go back to the prioritize and do those stuff. So canceling it. So cancel certain activities that are not value-adding. I think that's, that's how I would look at it. Uh, like if I were to give you an example, let's say in, in my own time schedules, right? So example, let's say if I'm spending a lot of time doing a lot of uh, punching in numbers into Excel sheets, right? It's like, well, sometimes that's <laughs> very troublesome. It takes up a lot of my energy. So then I start thinking and go, hmm, maybe I don't do this now <laughs> because I don't think it's value adding to me. I cancel it first. And I mm. say, I, I, I don't want to do this. <laughs> so okay. then maybe I have my project team to actually help me with that example. Mm. Cancel. Okay. So <laughs> there's another thing that I've always wanted to cancel, mm. but it is not within my control. And that cancelling, <laughs> what I'm talking about is a distraction <laughs> from others. Like, you know, when you're working from home, you have your colleagues uh, or maybe your partners messaging you, calling you, asking for this, asking for that. So you you mentioned right like uh, you you time uh, block out parts of your day into like thinking yep. zone and doing zone so when someone is calling me during my thinking zone especially so what can we do here how can we resolve mm. this situation so i think to actually help to resolve uh, this issue i think it happens to a number of us <laughs> uh even when you work from home or even when you work in the office i think it's the same thing i think in a work from office type uh, people mm. find it a lot easier to come and disturb you. <laughs> Whereas yeah, when you yeah. work from home, you kind of decide whether or not you want to accept or not to accept. That's the beauty. <laughs> you can press yes or no or reject or just leave it ringing and don't pick it up. <laughs> so I think... Oh, we can always, sorry, we can always uh, put it on do not disturb mode, right? Yep, exactly. The do not disturb mode. But of course... Again, right? It may not bode very well if you're always seen as do not disturb. Yeah. 
they will think you're anti-social. La. So I think that's where I think people who are probably contacting you uh, would kind of know your work style. So normally what I would do, let's say with my own project teams, is to actually let them know beforehand uh, what are things that I have to accomplish and when is a good time slot if you really need to get me. And if it's really urgent, message me on WhatsApp or, for example, in my organization, is using Teams. Message me first. Then at least I can... Okay, I stop, compartmentalize and... Okay. Okay. <laughs> then I can deal with that. <laughs> you kind of like... Freeze it first and then go to this. Because sometimes right. you're in, in, in thought, you see? Yeah. And you don't want that, that, that pattern, that, that yeah. pattern to kind of break, right? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> now there's a problem. I want to give you another problem. Wow. What if I have tons of job to do, tasks yep. to do, and I can't afford to cancel any of them because they're given to me by my boss? So are you trying to tell me that whatever he <laughs> asked me or she asked me to do is not important that I can just take it out? I'm dead, so, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> so I, 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 I think like uh, from uh, bosses-wise, I'm very sure that uh, certain assignments or projects that are given, they're probably of utmost importance. If not, mm. I think there's no reason why they are not like, you know, saying, okay, let's just do it to another day. So probably in terms of deadlines, right? So I think from uh, employees' point of view, it's important for you to sometimes raise things up. Uh, on what is the impact. So ex example, let's say the boss were to give uh, four projects, but you know you have this one pending project that maybe the deadline is in two days' time and you have no choice because the client is already breathing down your neck. You've got to get it done. This is really getting our, you know, it's a $500,000 deal or $1 million deal and if I have to look at your four projects, it might not even hit the 500000 So then I'm thinking on behalf of the organization and go, we cannot, we cannot screw this up. I got to have my 100% in here, but then I got to be thinking, in order to get your four things done, that means I might need to put in extra hours, which, which I'm okay with. <laughs> right? So I think on one part, you can do that. Let the boss know the impact of, of certain things, right? The second way is if everything is all urgent, you know, right? The whole scenario, everything is all urgent. Again, no matter how urgent things are, there will always be that one or two things more urgent than the rest. Absolutely. So then you need to go back into that whole thing again. It's like, so what's your objective? Eh? What, what do you really want to do here? Uh, do you want to really get the high value things out done fast or the low value? But even if, let's say, if the low value items, but yet they're very easy to do because these are things you're very used to, then I say, mm. you can uh, so I leave this uh, for the big project. I leave it maybe two hours later. And I do this first because I know I can get it done in two hours. Then you must keep to it. <laughs> you cannot elongate the time and go, ah, because I take this amount of time to do this. So therefore, the big project, if anything screws up, it's not my problem. It's my boss problem. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, what I hear you say saying is that... Um, there must be a lot of negotiation happening, yeah. right? Mm. So it could be internal negotiation or yeah. you have to talk it out with your boss to kind of prioritize. So your P comes back into play, right? That, yes. That you have to prioritize within that whole do not cancel list of tasks that we have to yeah. do. Yeah, very true. Very, very yes. true. 
So let's go on to the next one. That is your mm. R, which is reschedule step. Yes. So there are, there, there are times when I reschedule. And what mm. I notice is I keep rescheduling that task. I reschedule <laughs> and I reschedule and I reschedule. And in the end, it's three months down the road and I'm still rescheduling it. And it's not done yet. So that really bugs me. So what do you suggest uh, we can do to prevent this thing from happening? So I think this is a very real thing that happens. Okay. Uh, if I just give you an example, it's just like you're paying bills versus receiving receiving money. <laughs> you know, so it's like paying bills, you probably reschedule, 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 and then you push it all the way to the end. And then if you want to collect your own money for your own salary, eh, very fast. Very fast. You must get it done now, you know. So I, I think this really illuminates the entire concept of uh, rescheduling. And the part that comes back to me is about importance again. Mm. That you can actually choose to reschedule so much. What does it actually mean? It actually means it's actually not that important for it to be rescheduled so many times. So example, right? Let's say if it's a very personal example, like uh, maybe getting a present for Christmas uh, for a friend. And I'm mm. starting maybe this month, <laughs> which is a bit too early. Then yeah. these type of things you realize you will start to keep pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing until December comes. Maybe on the 23rd of December, then you start buying. Because it's the relative importance to you, right? But if let's say, if, if the item itself uh, actually impacts, example, right, in your professional life, impacts your job, mm. I don't think you'll reschedule it. I really don't think so. So that's where oh. it's... Yeah. You, you raised a very good point. Huh? It means that if I'm always rescheduling, mm. then there's something, something to think about about that task. Yeah. Why is it on my list in the first place? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I think it's like uh, some, some people like, like to be seen as busy. Eh? You know? <gasps> so you see them in the office. Oh, you know? Wow, very busy. Eh? Wow. Uh, they could be the ones going around telling people, "Wow, oh, hey, Dick, uh, this one I got to do this. Wow, I got so much to do." But actually, uh, <laughs> actually, not much. But then there are other people. Whatever they are busy with is effective busyness. Uh, they are busy. They are busy for what? They are busy for wanting to create more value for the organization, right? They are maybe taking, say, that that, that half an hour. To maybe look through the, the, the company's social media account to just ensure that everything is kind of fine, maybe to comment something, like something, share something, you know? And then they reschedule certain parts of other activities to actually do that, you know? So it's the part of where we need to really break it down to our task and ask ourselves whether the task is important. So rescheduling comes in because of priority, urgency, and whether or not it is truly essential. Just like if you if, if you look essential, right? Like last time we used to, because of the circuit breaker, essential mm. workers, then we start to see them very different. Now they are of topmost importance. You see that? You're right? Versus last time, we don't see it that way as essential or non-essential services. It was everybody was important. Mm. But now what's happening? Now we realize the relative importance of essential workers is so much higher. We place more priority here. Mm. That's the thing that comes back to us. Sir. So if you keep seeing yourself, it's true. Keep seeing yourself rescheduling. Now something needs to shift. That got me thinking. I think I need to relook at my task list. <laughs> <laughs> Quite true. <laughs> okay. 
let's let's uh, talk about your last one, the D, mm. delegate. So I really like your idea of delegate because it's better that someone else is doing it than me, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait. Uh, but what if I'm not in a position of authority? So mm. at the end of the day, I am at the end of the food chain. So everything comes down to me. So how do I delegate that? Okay, so I think uh, this is uh, where uh, people at the bottom of the food chain, if they see themselves that way, uh, the way that I see delegate uh, is not so much about delegating it to someone else. Uh, like you said, it would be always very nice to do so. Uh, but that's where now we are living in a in a certain era of digital transformation. Mm. The first thing that comes to our, our mind needs to be, so what technologies is available out there Ooh. that maybe has a trial period for now <laughs> so that it's free and so that I can use this technology to apply it to my work to then take away the mundane stuff you know Ooh. so it's like think think about this like like why is it that 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 people end up not being productive or not being disciplined it's because mm. they end up doing the stuff that they don't like but if they are doing stuff that they like you realize well very productive right? within half an hour one hour something will come up but it's because of the mundane things they don't like then I start making use of certain technologies. I'm not even talking about those really advanced ones. Like example, let's say for Excel. If you don't look really good research into Excel of what it could really do for you, you're actually not exploiting the best of the technology at all. Like using like um, Excel type of uh, macros, right? To do the same thing again and again. So, so, what, so why is it that I choose not to do that, but just to do things manually? You know, that kind of thing. Mm. So it's it's like, so if you really don't like it, then we find ourselves aware of how we can appify it. You know, app. Appify, <laughs> that's a new yeah. word. Okay. <laughs> your, your life. Uh, this was also something uh, happened in, in my organization where oh, social media posting uh, sometimes can get the better of you. You're thinking, hey, what idea? How? <laughs> so that's where we make use of technologies to actually help us assess. Uh, maybe for the next two days, I uh, really cannot. <laughs> I use the app to come up with ideas. Eh, got new idea. Okay, la, we just try. You know, that kind of thing. So I think what, what you're saying is so powerful because there are so many apps out there that most of them we don't know, but actually can help uh, lighten our load. I mean, yeah. I personally subscribe to a lot of apps and it really does like what uh, in terms of time spent on the task uh, what i could be doing for three hours i end up doing it in 30 minutes yeah and that, that's really powerful and and, and, and i think it's the it's the point right of where if let's say something's very tough right like for example learning new things wow, i mean now it's like uh, the, the whole thing right learn new things yeah. so if it becomes very tough then i wouldn't i want to make it easier for myself yeah right so what do i do First, go to some app because somebody would have done all the work for me <laughs> so that I can benefit. And if I find value, then I pay a little bit. I think it's okay. It's all Especially when the task is repetitive, like the process is always the same, right? And just the, the, the input is different. Uh, yeah, the, I, think, I think actually what you said also, the, the next thing you said was also very, very important is that we always wait for our organization to invest in those apps yep. when we could do it for ourselves and make ourselves a more productive uh, employee or boss or whatever role that we are playing, right? Exactly. I think to add on to the point is if, let's say, as an employee, right? So think about this. If I'm at the bottom of the food chain, 
Then I'm thinking about it like, so so why in the world should I care so much about the organization? Because I'm at the end of the food chain. But what if, what if this employee decides and says, okay, maybe I just want to track how many times people visit our company's website. Example, example, mm. right? Mm. He or she goes and tracks, tracks it and then starts coming up with his or her own interpretation and analyzes the data, give it up to the team lead and says, I think uh, we might need to improve on this, this and this. Wow. <laughs> totally different mindset. <laughs> Something along those lines. <laughs> that's, that's uh, you know, your system, you can say, okay, let's let's relook at it. It's PC, uh, RD, RD right? yes. prioritizing. I can remember. <laughs> prioritizing. And uh, rescheduling. Uh, cancel. 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 Delegate. You got it right. You get 100 points. <laughs> okay. So now it's all very structured, very nice. Yeah. But what about people who likes to kind of flow? So they like yeah. to, they don't like to work or not say they don't like to work in a structured manner, but rather yeah. it's their style. They find it very restrictive when they work in a structured manner. So mm. how can we adapt your style or your system to someone like that? So I think uh, this is also another very real thing. Uh, so I also have got uh, relationships uh, with people who are high creatives. And that's where sometimes I, I myself <laughs> uh, do struggle with it. Uh, but how is it that I actually deal, deal with that, to use the system, is to always look at the context. Because the beautiful thing about this particular uh, system of the PCR&D, it is very based off how you define it. So example, I could define priority as relative importance to uh, amount of value I provide to organization. But okay. maybe to you, priority could be uh, that your family comes first. Then you realize it, it's going to fit you. So example, let's say uh, maybe somebody is wanting to come up with certain inspiration or certain ideas, right? Mm -hmm. Now, if, if let's say if uh, it's me and I want to force the idea out and say in 45 minutes, you better get it done, Gerald. You better come up with an idea. So maybe that works very well for me because then I can squeeze it and go, ah, squeeze all the juices and yeah, and then the idea comes out. But it may not be the most creative idea. Now, on the other part, think about this. From creatives, right? How do we then first define a person who's creative? They use multiple sources of uh, references to come to that one or two or three ideas. So mm. it's for them to quickly come into realization about which source do I quickly go into. Then mm. that is where the beauty of the system is you define what it is. So if I say to cancel, so are there certain things in your life that you say cannot be canceled? Mm. Now, I, I, I can't say that, oh, you must cancel this because mm. my system says so. No. Systems works in context. So we always need to understand the context behind it. Can mm. this system be used, example, for students? Can. is how they define what priority is. Mm. Can this be used uh, for people maybe who have retired and want to find a purpose in life and then just want to be kept busy, example? Could they be using this as well? Yeah. So maybe now prioritizing, going out to socialize with my friends is the topmost priority. Everything else I don't want to do. Makes so, sense. Mm. so it actually helps that way because, uh, again, it's preferences. We go back to preferences. 
the thing about us human beings is that we are so complex. Eh? We are very complex. Mm. One moment we can say this works, next moment I say, uh, I think <laughs> need to improve a bit on this. <laughs> I don't think it actually works because of the situation that we're in. I like uh, I like uh, what you are implying actually. So mm. what what I hear you say is that for us to be disciplined and productive, we need to take a lot of uh, time out to think about why we are doing things, yep. how we are doing things, mm. and what is motivating us at these different ways of the how we are doing things. Yeah. I think a lot of people don't take that time out to think about all these things and then kind of systemize it because we're so busy doing, right? Yep. Can you, you shared with me about the being busy versus being productive. Yeah. So how do I know? I know I, I'm guilty of that. And I'm just starting to change, right? Uh, after speaking to you. <laughs> so how do I know that, hey, you know, I'm very busy, busy. When people say, how are you? Oh, I'm very busy. response. Yeah. So how can I say the next time someone says, how are you? I want to say, I'm very productive. <laughs> can. So I think first, right, is uh, really if, if even before somebody asks of you, you already have got a mental snapshot of what you're busy with. Mm. To actually lay it all out. That if you find it very difficult to tell, to even list it down, most likely you are not productive because it's leading to nowhere. Example, uh, let's say if uh, maybe Dean wants to come up with a new website. A new okay. website, right? So that's where it's like busy, right? Busy will be, uh, okay, oh, got a new feature. Oh, very nice. Oh, nice picture. Oh, put here, I think it's nice. Huh? Oh, I wonder, hmm, how many pages should I have? Huh? So you, you realize you can go through the entire thing. And guess what? It comes 6 p.m. And you look back at it and say, wow, very busy. Huh? I'm very tired. But then if you look at it, at the end of the day, so what, what have you really achieved then? Uh, still nothing. <laughs> Everything is still up in the clouds. Uh. Versus mm. if I said, okay, maybe I just I just put one signpost. The signpost is by today, I at least have a concept, a visual concept, rough draft of how things could look like. Mm. Then what happens? The activities will all flow. And then when you look back at it, it's something that you can actually see and go, hey, yeah, I'm productive. So mm. if let's say uh, your business partner were to ask you, hey, Dean, how is the website coming along? Huh? And he says, oh, wait, wait, wait. Let me take out my handphone. I show you. You see, I'm going to place this thing here, place this one, and I think I'm going to have about five pages. Huh? What happens? You also feel good <laughs> because there's something visual and something physical to see. I mean, even if it's on a digital platform, at least there's something. Yeah. yeah. Versus yeah. there's nothing. That's where a lot of the, the work tasks become hidden. Mm. And when it's hidden, example, let's say, uh, maybe people are doing accounting. So I realize they have to balance the accounts and blah, 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 blah. But that ends up, right? It's only waiting for the point of audit. Hey, but the audit is long-term. Eh? It's maybe uh, three months down the road, four months down the road. So how do I know I'm productive? So that's where I could quantify it. I can quantify by the number of sheets that I have balanced. What is my goal? So that when people ask you, hey, uh, what are you busy with? Whoa, by today, I got to finish 50 sheets. Mm. Because I can quantify something, right? But then if everything becomes very qualitative, it's difficult. It's difficult for the brain to comprehend on exactly what it really means to be productive. Mm. So if you're going to make use of like industrial meanings of what production is, 
is how many units are done at the end of the production cycle. Full stop. Yeah. I don't care what you do in between. Am I getting 40 units? Am I getting 50 units? Or am I only getting 20 units? And that's how I measure whether or not a person is productive or the line is productive. Flip it back, right? Flip it back into personal life. So it seems like uh, we are all, we need to, to be productive. We need to be very outcome driven and mm. not, I mean, like, it's good to be process driven, yep. but we know, we, we must tell ourselves, you know, at the end of this, I need to get X, Y, Z done. Yeah. Yeah. We need to know what we are working towards. Yeah. Which it li lies back into your rationale. Your raison d'être, your resist, your reason for existence. <laughs> if you want to go there, <laughs> but it's a lot yeah. more of like where and where you're heading to. You did mention that you always start with the why, right? In the terms yeah. of uh, at the stage of prioritizing. Awesome. Yeah. So Gerald, uh, you have given us a lot of things to think about. So yeah. it's time for us to step out and think about. So friends, if you want to talk to this awesome guy who's so animated and vibrant, he's always <laughs> like that. I don't know how he, where he gets his energy from, but yes. By the way, you wake up at 5 a.m. Yeah. I'm sure you get tired out by the middle of the day. So yeah. what's your strategy to kind of uh, recharge? So it's this 45-minute uh, rule. So anything that I'm working on, it has to be 45 minutes. And then after that, of course, hitting whatever milestones. And then it has to have that 5-minute or that 10-minute break in between. So it could be a coffee break, but of course, you think about it, if your work day is so many, you divide up into 45 minutes, how many cups of coffee am I going to be drinking? But it's a lot more of like stretching, right? Uh, let's looking out of the window. It's really a break, break, to yeah. break of the activity to just break the, the, the flow, right? Okay. So when you when, when you break, you, you recharge. Versus when you keep doing, what happens? You get so involved and then you get mentally and physically tired. And oh, of course, right. the other one is when you do exercise. Eh? Yeah. So you get your stamina going, you know? <laughs> hmm, exercise is something that not many people want to break and do it. But I guess it, it can for some people. Yeah. Right. <laughs> You're so, good. Uh, what Gerald has been saying is the way that he did his uh, system of being productive. And, and he is so disciplined. Yes, I agree with anyone who have ever mentioned that Gerald is disciplined. He is super disciplined. What we both, Gerald and I, want is for you to take model his system and make it your own. So take what he has said so far and, and, and see how we can adapt to whatever that's important to you and how you work and your style. Right, Gerald? Yeah. So exactly. for people who wants to get in touch with Gerald, please go to his LinkedIn. So I've given you this LinkedIn uh, address. So he's there. It's, it's, it's very approachable. And uh, with that, so... Gerald, any final message you want to share with people out there looking to be more disciplined and productive? So I think it's always uh, look back into your why. Uh, your why you want to do certain things and why you want to reach that outcome. Uh, this is something that uh, really helps all of us, be it from a daily basis, monthly basis. It could be even in a personal type perspective. I think start with the why and I think things will then start to work out. Right? That's an awesome parting message. So friends, if you found this, uh, this session really useful, please share this video with anyone you think will learn a lot from Gerald. So with that, thank you and have a great day ahead and great weekend. Thank you very much.